everybody, and welcome to the 46th episode of the Meeple Dungeon Podcast. As always, I'm Rob. And I'm Anna Marie, and this episode is sponsored by Meeples and Milkshakes. Visit them in-store at 130 Westminster Avenue West, Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Yeah, we are back. Uh, it's been longer than we'd hoped between our last episode and this one. Our last episode was the Shucks recap yes. episode. We've had a whole bunch of crazy things going on on our end over the last 10 days or so. But we have made it back into our chairs here. Um, <laughs> finally. Um, With the mics do in some recording, us. yes. <laughs> and speaking of Shucks, um, that will segue really well into our first uh segment here are yes. new to the collection because while we were at shucks we played while well, we played a lot of games yes and one game in particular that we really loved um we were able to get a copy of and that yeah. game is the age of atlantis from el dorado games uh Great that game, game was so much fun holy that when we left shucks i was just like on my phone trying to find one out there and yeah. uh we were able to find a copy and it arrived yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. In the mail. Yeah. So <laughs> we had, when we went and checked the mail, we had, I thought we only had one package. We had three. We had three. Yeah. So that was pretty great. Uh, but yeah, Age of Atlantis showed up yesterday and this game was so much fun. Uh, we played two games of it. Well, our crew played two games yes. of it. We only got in on one of them, but uh, it was exceptionally cool. Oh, yeah. And for anyone that doesn't know, I'll read you a little thing off the back here uh, that explains uh, what the Age of Atlantis is all about. And it says, the Age of Atlantis is a competitive engine building civilization game. You are the leader of a noble house and must prove to Poseidon that your house deserves to rule the city. Grow your house's population, discover new technologies and cultures, and defend the city, all while appeasing Poseidon and pre preventing his mighty flood. So, yeah. <laughs> this game is so great. Um, it, it is a, uh, a competitive game. However, you're all kind of in the same boat. So, like, you can't let the boat sink or else... You're not literally in a boat. I'm just going to no, put it out there. you're not in a boat. It's Atlantis, so, but, you yeah, know, you're... <laughs> you could sink. <laughs> For but... sure. So, you're actually, like, yeah, you're... The whole... Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, like the continent, continent yeah. of Atlantis is there. And you, it's it's kind of broken up um, into like a pie chart style yeah. kind of look into different segments where there's different resources and different areas and, and different layers uh, or sections coming from the radiating yeah. from the middle. Radiating is actually the perfect word for yeah. what it is. From the middle yeah. out to the to, out to the outside of the board. And in between there, there's about one, two, three, four, five or six different sections. Mm -hmm. I like you said a boat and then you counted them. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had the picture right here right beside me. And it, <laughs> about um, this exact amount. Of I think spots. that's what it is. <laughs> and um, yeah, you have your 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 own uh, house like they described. So you're going to have your own player board. with, And everyone's going to have very similar um, actions that they can do in this game, except for small differences. But they do make a big difference down they uh, do. at the end of yeah. the game. But and you're kind of just gathering resources and defending against like invading hordes of uh, I forget what the bad guys the Greeks was it Greeks that they yeah yeah okay either way and then you you know you're creating and starting up these big mechs and the mechs are running around doing things for you and and defending your city and and if the 
the invading hordes get too close that they'll trigger a flood from Poseidon and, and he'll wipe out that whole floods. section and regardless the bad guys and the stuff yeah. that you've built and the good guys stuff. in that stuff so you kind of have to you're, you're definitely working against each other but you also have to keep in mind what everyone is doing on the board and it might be in your best interest to, to help someone or ask for help yes. in like in exchange for <laughs> something sort of you know so it's like you're all kind of working in atlantis and you can't let yeah. atlantis fall while trying to get your goals completed and, and yeah. win this game and it's just so so cool it has a a, a scythe feel to it theme wise yeah <laughs> like it has that scythe kind of artsy look it's got the mechs and so forth it plays a heck of a lot differently than scythe like yeah. don't get me wrong but um it's just exceptionally good that it's kind of the tower defense resource management and battling um like in this one for the people that were hoping for like mech fighting in in scythe you get that here where it was like you, you assumed like, when you first scythe first came out, it was kind of like, Oh yeah. man, these look like we're going to do some war, you know, mech war kind of stuff going on. And that wasn't really the case with scythe. Like the mechs kind of were more like, just like transport. Helping things. you out. Yeah. They were helpers. Like, yeah. But here they're actually like doing big. They're still helping you out, but doing, yeah, doing big yeah, damage. Like, it's really, really cool. Yeah. And I loved it, and we just, that was the game that we had oh, to try and, and get a hold of after we left, so we did, and here it is. So, Age of Atlantis, yeah. we're going to be doing a full review of this game, for sure. <laughs> I think this, we keep jumping around as to what yeah, we're Yeah, so let's next. stop promising what we're going to do. <laughs> well, I've never <laughs> promised. I just to kind of say, like, I think this is what uh -huh. we're going to do next. But, but this one is definitely going to be one of our next games. Whether it's the next episode or two or three from now, this one is high, high on our list. Because <laughs> we did just play it. I know. And, and yeah, I do. Yeah, I would love to play it fantastic. this coming weekend. I was excited it came already. Yeah. So I think it would be worthwhile, especially since the game is somewhat fresh in our minds, Yeah. to get back into playing. Yeah, it's one of those you want to play a few times Yes, because I know of a, like... I can think of like two or three things I did in that game early on. I was like, oh, that's yeah, not what I wanted to do. That's not at all what, what I should, I should have, have done. done. Yeah. So this game will really help from a couple more plays. And, oh, and, for and sure. Figuring things well, there's out. a lot to it, too. So a few more plays, you're just going to like, oh, cool. I didn't notice yeah. that last time. And that's and there are also all the, the different factions you're factions, playing, right? right? So you can play goals in mind. Yeah. Like you could play the same faction for three games getting your feet wet in the game and figuring it out i think but that's then, what i would do yeah i think i would try the same faction again get, get used to and one like, and then switch yeah and then get used I to another do, and switch i think i would do the next game and maybe one more yeah me too with the same I faction thinking, that i played with just to try and try to maximize it to yeah, kind of figure out like okay how like, to play I'm that really good with yeah. this you know i've got this faction figured out because there's a lot going on For like sure. it's relatively simple like yeah there's not a it's hard to say it's kind of like I'm saying one thing and saying another at the same time, but like, there's not a ton of You're being fickle, Robbie. like fickle. not a ton of difficult options to make or decisions to make. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It feels Guess like you'll there's have a lot to wait going for on. our review. Yes. Wait for the review. <laughs> Atlantis or age of Atlantis. Just fantastic. Yeah, You'll hear about good. that soon. Well, we had got a couple more in the mail there. On the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> you can tell how excited we are because we've talked eight minutes about Age of Atlantis yeah, here. Yeah, it's so. very good. Very uh, good. Yeah, what else do we got? 
So this one, um, I laughed about it the first time you told me about it and you were so jazzed about it. And it, I was not surprised because it's definitely was something I was like, absolutely, you're going to get this mm-hmm. game. And uh, this game is, it's a dexterity game. Yep. And it's hand to hand wombat. <laughs> and it finally, it's been in the store. It's it hit the like game store shelves a while ago. But yeah, our our Kickstarter we just came. We kickstarted it. It took forever. Yeah, to one get of those here. that gets here after it's in the stores. From exploding kittens. Yes, from yeah. exploding kittens. And um, I can read the back. It'll take me about thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How it works. Um, everyone has a secret identity. You're either good or bad. There, they have a bunch of little bricks and kind of like um, three pillars. You know, the, like for babies, they have that uh, that toy with those rubber rings that you stack on top of each other. Mm-hmm. Like they get the smaller. Red one at the bottom, and yeah. Then a blue one, and then a green one, and a yellow. That's one. what this is, except it's square instead of round, and then you have different sized squares, the bigger and the smaller that go up and up and up. Yeah. So um, you scatter the bricks into the play area and close your eyes. Good wombats build towers. Bad wombats secretly sabotage those towers. <laughs> Vote to eliminate the most suspicious wombat. Complete the towers to win. So it just looks like a fun simple. It is hilarious. They yeah. It. I just remember watching the, the like video on their Kickstarter <laughs> page and being like, oh my goodness, this looks hilarious. Yeah. Where people are blindfolded. Because is it that the good wombats? Is everyone blindfolded? Everybody's blindfolded. So you're trying to like blindly, if you're a good one, you're trying to, I'm sitting here with my eyes closed, um, just so you all know. And you, you're picking up, try feeling for like, what's the biggest square? And then trying to put it on the tower where somebody else is going, I think, to try to like knock the towers down at yeah, the same time. Uh, I don't yeah. know because we haven't, uh, we just got this. Um, yeah, so I can't remember exactly how I worked, don't know if there are like timers or if, I think so. And I think, um, yeah, the, the secret... <laughs> bad wombat is is trying to like remove the the yeah. the squares from the yeah i think they're the trying to take them off the, and... from the like the poles and then <laughs> trying to put like bigger or smaller bigger. ones on first and then, yeah so they're going on in the reverse <laughs> kind of thing it just to, looked hilarious and you have to build up uh three complete three towers to win yeah but yes it and i think hilarious. you're tired yeah and then it's just an absolute <laughs> gong show but yeah. yeah it looked hilarious and all the games from uh Exploding kittens are yeah. really funny and great, and the kids are gonna love this. Oh one. yeah, these yeah. age seven plus. I haven't played it. I would imagine that's bang on. You probably play younger. Yeah, just yeah. It looks great. It looks good. Hand to hand wombat. Two pretty awesome. Very different ends of the spectrum. Yes. <laughs> on that. Two pretty awesome games that we got uh, yesterday. We have another one, but we'll talk about that maybe in another episode. Yeah. Next um, week when we do it on time. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think that's enough about our new to the collection. We're going to head on over to our crowdfunding segment now. Alrighty then, here we are at our crowdfunding segment of the episode, and this week we have a reprint to talk about. Yeah. Um, this we usually pretty don't gangster talk about reprint. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty gangster reprint. Oh, is it ever? This is a game that I wish we had not missed originally, because yes. we would have hopefully had it and played it by now, um, because it just only fulfilled, I think, this. Yeah, year. it wasn't that long ago. No. I don't think. I think it's only been yeah showing up 
over the last few months around for like for uh, backers. But yes, they're doing a, a second edition of what game are we talking about? We are talking about Oath Sworn Into the Deep Wood. And this game uh, comes from designer Jamie Jolly and published by Shadowborn Games. Yeah, this is the second edition. Second edition of Oath Sworn. This one is a like deep, dark, epic fantasy mm-hmm. game. Uh, which just oh, to me is like everything I would love in a game. And I, yeah, it was so expensive <laughs> when it first came out yeah. and it's no different now. Spoiler alert. It's still very, very expensive, but this one, I just don't know if we want to miss out on it. Let's, let's take a look at this Kickstarter here. Yeah. Um, so this is second edition. So this, it says here, it's a grand one to four player, dark fantasy board game, epic story, brand new mechanics and giant monsters mm-hmm. sounds great <laughs> um it yeah it's oh my goodness we have we have two different um things to pick from here oh by the way it is a 9.3 yes. on bgg crazy that is nuts and yeah. it's got like an endorsement from like, on their page here just like so many yeah uh different uh content creators out there saying like this game is amazing um, and yeah. they're all just like literally saying that. Um, yeah, they have a couple different pledge levels. So this game is um, at its soul, like heart. It's a big, long narrative. Legacy style, crazy, deep, gloomhaven <laughs> sort of game. Like That's an excellent description. Yeah. Like it's a, <laughs> a huge, big commitment. Long. Yeah. Uh, story-driven narratives yeah. for, for you to move through and, and scenarios to go through and monsters to fight. and It's one of those, when you look at the price, you're like, oh, yes. I'm 100% getting your money's worth. You with are. With how, many, how, how it, many hours of gameplay you're going to get out of it. Absolutely. It's very, very, very expensive. But there is a ton of content yeah. here. Um, so this is a reprint. So this is not very different from... Uh, the first one, but there are some differences. Um, we haven't played the first one, obviously, so we don't. We're not exactly sure what those differences are. They do list them here. Um, so they have an upgrade pack. So if you had the first Oathsworn, you could just get the upgrade pack. And there's a first to second reprint upgrade pack, which is just fifteen dollars. Yeah, not too sure. Uh, which is it says here fully upgraded set of character abilities, encounters, and rule books, all in one handy pack to bring you. The first edition version up to the second edition standards. Yeah. So just slight tweaks and things to it here. So 15 bucks. It's great. Yeah. If you owned this game, you'd get this for sure. Yeah. Right. They also have a first to second print all the new stuff um, pledge level, which is $95. Yeah. uh, Which has the first to second upgrade pack. The official dice tray, the premium dice set, the pouch pack, and the secret box. And these, well, if you look at it here, there's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, it looks pretty nice. And it's all like crazy quality. Yeah. Like, just like, I don't know, these, the, the little dice bags look Me amazing. Me thinks you're enamored with this game. <laughs> I am. I am enamored with this game. It, it, it just, I don't know, something about this, just, I, I've known it since the first day I saw it. Like, just like artwork on it. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. Isn't it, isn't it like a gigantic rat? Yeah. Like a, a fighting rat that's on the front or something? Yeah, because it, what it originally made me think of was like the rats of Nim. Yeah. Um, 
And it, this rat that's on the cover, don't get me wrong, I think he's like 10 feet tall. Yes, he's so huge. He's like he's an gigantic. actual like monster rat. Yeah. Whereas the rats of Nim were rats, yes. right? But <laughs> that's what it made me think of. Yeah. To, uh, honestly. Uh, but yeah, this is a $95 upgrade, which just kind of really blings out your Oathsworn, including upgrading it from first to second edition. Yeah. Um, so there's that. So if you already own this game, I think there's a couple great things for you to take a look at here. And this Definitely. is U.S. dollars we're talking about yes. here. Um, so ugh, kind of expensive Canadian. Um, but there are a couple more uh, things to look at here. So there's a basic pledge. This one gets you 65 plus hours of campaign. So that's quite a bit. That's quite a bit. If you yeah. if you divide the amount you're paying by like 60 hours, mm-hmm. you're going to be sitting at a pretty good ratio oh yes (laughs) you know dollar dollar for dollar so this one what does this one give us this one gives us just the yeah the basic pledge has 27 extra large models so minis Mm -hmm. um but 89 extra large standees so the it's minis versus standees in some kind of capacity i'm not sure exactly which is which and what's what but that's what it says says eight large secret maps 1240 standard cards it's like 1200 cards. cards or more it's got a plus sign there so there might be a few more than that uh 31 mystery envelopes 144 mini cards <laughs> man 49 <laughs> custom dice yeah that's 49 I dice yeah i love them 300 plus tokens 342 page double storybook and a fully narrated companion app that is awesome. Yeah. And that's 125 American for this game. Yeah. Uh, basic pledge. Then you take a step up to the core pledge. Uh, so that's basic pledge. And now we're on to the core pledge. What's the difference? Well, <laughs> the difference is $100 American. Yeah. It's $225 American. But this has 104 extra large models, minis, we're yep. talking uh eight 120 millimeter giant monsters <laughs> 12 extra large standees so there's actually a couple standees in here as well i'm not sure how that what the deal yeah. is with that but there are 12 uh eight large secret maps 1240 cards same thing 31 mystery yeah. envelopes mini cards custom die 300 tokens 342 page storybook and the companion app so the big difference here is a hundred dollars american to switch to almost entirely minis minis um so yeah i mean that's kind of up to you you're gaining from the first one you only have 27 yeah in this one you have 104 plus eight giant monsters yeah so a lot of plastic um so yeah that core pledge sounds pretty awesome yeah to me um, but <laughs> it's a lot of money. And then there's also the collector's all in, which is $375 American. And it's got just all sorts of things. The stuff we were talking about at the beginning there, uh, that you can upgrade to with the dice trays and these, um, these little satchel bags and a whole bunch of, of random cool upgradable, uh, bling kind of bits. Yeah. Um, 
What you normally get with those collector's things or yeah. the uh, all-in pledges. But, yeah, and I don't know if it talks about shipping. Well, it's Kickstarter, so i got to scroll all the way down to the bottom. Yeah. Well, I mean, either way, you know, I mean, that's kind shipping's of unfair. Shipping is going to be a lot. This is going to be a huge game. It's going to have tons of are. boxes. It's going to be a lot. Canadian, yeah, right. They're estimating 39 Wrong. American. I don't buy that for a 66 second. 66 for the core pledge American. So we're talking eighty dollars shipping, minimum. Yeah. On this. Okay, that's more likely. Oh. I was thinking there's no way it's gonna be and, like thirty. Um, our cat was just going a little crazy here a second ago. Oh, he's meowing. Um. Yeah. So this game just, my goodness gracious, does it have a lot of cool stuff? There's a lot of add-ons. There's terrain add-ons. Wait, look at these dice. Yeah, those dice Holy are pretty moly. sick. I gotta the say. The dice trays, the cards, so nice. the map packs, the secret boxes, metal coins, uh, sleeves, armory. So all these different weapons that you can attach to your... Look at like these models. So the models can be actually like you're customizing your character. You put them together how you want yeah. them. What do you want them to look like? That's pretty neat. And all these various things. It just looks so cool and i hate that we missed out on it to begin with um so i think we're going to take a real good look at this one and yeah. see what we think we want to do here because i don't believe this goes retail yeah i think it's i feel like it, this would be a hard one for them to have on the shelves because it takes oh, up yeah. so much they would space. only have like one yeah right? um so so not a good chance that this ever goes retail i don't believe so it's kind of like a ooh, now or maybe you catch the third printing of it or something. And what's that going to cost at that point? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do <laughs> here, but I really, really would like to get my hands on this game. And I think you feel. Uh, I think it looks pretty cool. Yeah. You're pretty. I mean, I'd be in for the dice alone. I know. The dice look amazing. <laughs> they look so cool. They look very like Lord of the Ringsy. Oh, yeah. Like Middle Earth. It's not tough to make really sick dice and those are really yeah. cool. It looks good. And I love yeah. that, that they have this companion app that's fully narrated. Yeah, so you have the choice. Like, listen. They have the story where you can read it yourself or it's the companion app. So yeah. that's nice too. I love it. So yep. that's Oathsworn. Uh, currently on Kickstarter, there are 25 days to go. It is currently at 1.8 million oh, US dollars. That's uh, With 12, almost 13,000 backers yeah, right for now. For the second edition. <laughs> Isn't that I mean, crazy? I guess, well, you know what I was going to say? Well, some of those are probably just like the upgrade, well, but not with 1.8 million. There's going to be a lot of first-time backers on that. first-time backers. <laughs> yeah. 25 days to go as of this recording. Um, yeah. I'll see, we'll, we'll update everyone on what we do here with Oathsworn uh, in the next uh, episode or so. So... I think that's enough about Oathsworn Second Edition yep. because we have a review to do. And we're going to head on over there just after this. Meeples and Milkshakes is a great place for all sorts of gaming fun. They offer a stay and play library with over 500 games, yummy eats like delicious milkshakes, tasty treats, and scrumptious sandwiches all made in-house. And they host a board game meetup every Wednesday and Friday at 7 p.m. Not only does Meeples and Milkshakes have a wide variety of games to purchase in store, they also have an extensive catalogue of games available online at meeples.ca. Their easy-to-navigate web store features new arrivals and restock sections, which are being constantly updated. Looking for the new hotness? Check out their pre-order pages. 
That's right, there are multiple pages of pre-orders with hundreds of titles to choose from. Oh yeah, they also ship across Canada. Check out Meeples and Milkshakes and their friendly, knowledgeable staff in person at 130 Westminster Avenue West in Penticton, BC, or online at meeples.ca. Alrighty then, here we are at our final segment of the episode where we are going to do another Meeple Dungeon review. And what are we reviewing today, Anne-Marie? Today we are reviewing My Father's Work, designed by T.C. Petty III and published by Renegade Game Studios. Yes, My Father's Work. We've been we've been playing a lot of this. Yeah. Um, uh, especially over the last week or two. I suppose, yeah. Actually, since uh, yeah, since we did our last recording, this is basically all we've been playing. Yeah. Um, so, do you want to read them a little bit about what the theme is here of my father's work? I'm gonna read them two little bits. Okay. Two little bits. <laughs> but they might be a little lengthy because it's you know story. But sure. I'll try to be good. The walls were lined with iron shelves. Each metal slat overfilled with glass jars containing formaldehyde and grotesque curiosities within. Pristine brass tools and refined metals of a quality I had never before laid eyes upon were strewn across sturdy slabs of rock and wood, their edges sharp with use. However, my eyes were soon drawn to a sturdy writing desk, its mahogany eaves inlaid with thin strips of copper, the center of which contained a well-worn leather-bound book, my father's journal. Passed down to me and representing years of knowledge and countless experiments, and inside that weathered tome, atop the pearly parchment oxidized yellow at its frayed edges, were the deliberate quill marks of a crazed genius, outlining the ambitious project he could never complete in one lifetime. His masterwork. Without realizing it, my hands were shaking as I clutched the book to my chest. At once, I felt an ownership and anxiety for the scientific sketches scrawled so eloquently on those frayed sheets. It was at that moment that I began my obsession. I would restore this laboratory to its former brilliance and dedicate my life to completing my father's work. <laughs> oh, yes. Sorry, that was a little bit. That paints quite the picture, I would Sets think. Sets the stage. Yeah, so <laughs> that is what this... Are you reading more? I was just going to read. They have a little section about goal, like what you're doing in okay, the game. Okay, yeah, go for it. Yeah. So in my father's work, players are competing mad scientists entrusted with a page from their father's journal and a large estate in which to perform their devious experiments. Players earn points by completing experiments, aiding the town in its endeavors, upgrading their macabre estates, and hopefully completing their father's masterwork. But they'll have to balance study and active experimentation, because at the end of each generation, all of their experiments and resources are lost to time until their child begins again with only the journaled knowledge and estate they have will to them. And since the game is played over the course of three generations, it is inevitable that the players will rouse the townsfolk to form angry mobs or spiral into insanity from the ethically dubious works they have created. The player with the most points at the end of three generations is the winner and becomes the most revered, feared, ingenious scientist the world has ever known. And well, there you have it. That's exactly what's going on in this game. You are playing mad scientists and you are trying to to finish a masterwork over three generations. And this game is a narrative uh, app-driven game. Uh, which I've, I've kind of uh, linked sort of similar style to Destiny's. Mm -hmm. So this is similar way uh, of 
playing the game, the same as Destiny's, where it kind of prompts you along, yes. and then you do things. However, Destiny's was exploring and doing things, where this is a worker placement uh, resource management game. But it has that same app-driven thing going on with a narrative yeah. uh, in behind. And then it has some uh, some cool choices and things to make along the way. But how does this game play? There's a main board with some tracks on it. There's the creepy track. Yes. There's the angry mob track. There's the insanity track. <laughs> and the points track. And then the points <laughs> track. And then there's a, a few spots for um, some buildings that you can make. And then some round counters and so forth. And then there are... Or there's a main book. Yeah, there's a coil-bound book. Yeah, and that book is your your main uh, play area. Yes. With all your different locations, locations where like you that. can go to to do actions. Um, and you have your own player board, which represents your uh, what do you estate. estate. Uh, like your big, creepy mansion. mansion castle with all your yes. mad scientist stuff going on in there. <laughs> and there's several rooms that come in the in that building where our worker, worker placement areas uh, where you can perform experiments and record your knowledge and uh, do estate things up there. And you can mm-hmm. also build onto it and add additional rooms uh, as you go through the game. Yes. Um, it's also, it's also card driven where uh, not driven, but there's a lot of cards in it where you, yeah. the cards that you get in this game are experiments that you are trying to complete. There's, uh, three different levels of them. There's A, B, and C cards. And those cards are going to get you... Uh, they're kind of kind of ramp they, things up They work you. in like a pyramid. So like yeah. you so, need to get an A to be able to complete a B. You need an A to, uh, and two Bs to complete a C. Like those, that's yes. the kind of idea. And those those will also lead you towards your main goal for that any particular game, which is you're going to be Completing your masterwork. Your masterwork which is uh, is an experiment card that you're going to be given at the beginning of the game that is like a crazy difficult experiment to pull off. Which you're in, in working order... towards in yeah. your three generations. Exactly. Over the three generations, you're going to hopefully pull off that experiment at the very end. And in order to do that, you're going to have to have completed a whole bunch of other smaller experiments kind of ramping up to getting the, uh, I don't know, the knowledge and... and yeah. And well, whatnot have to, do to actually pull Absolutely. off the master one. Yep. Um, so the way it works is, every, so you, you before you even begin this, you you have to grab a scenario. So yeah. there's uh, this game comes with three yeah. three scenarios, three scenario boxes. Yeah. yeah, and so you grab one of those, and it and then you go into the app, and then, then you find that scenario on the app, and it's going to prompt you on how to kind of set everything up yeah, and what like pages take this to out set of the, the box bo- the book to because the book then sits on the main board and it actually sits in a nice little slot pretty cool there's yeah there's uh, a the hole coils, in the board that they've yeah. got a long rectangular hole that they've got and the coils just fit in the there coils nicely. sit there and then the book doesn't move yeah. it's really really nice awesome. that way um so you have to set everything up according to what the app tells you to do mm-hmm. depending on what scenario you're doing and there's one um what was the first one we we did it was the uh the cost of disease. So that one was all about. Um, well, we don't want to give too many spoilers. We're not giving away. any spoilers, but just the yeah. theme wise is that there's disease is kind of running rampant, and you have to imagine that this is in the this is late 1800s, right? Yeah, it will early, early 19s, early 1800s, kind of, and then way, and then like, you have generations going right, into so the 1900s. Right, so. so that's it. You start in the in the yeah. 1800s and you move your way into the early 1900s. Yeah, think of like in in it's not Romania, it's um Hungary. This does play, take place in Hungary, yeah. absolutely. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just all very old 
medieval, like yeah. not medieval. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, almost like Transylvania, Romania, like yeah. that kind of Dracula it was a different era. Word, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's got a very Dracula vibe to it. Like Victorian. Victorian era? is that the word I'm looking for? I think it might so. Might be Victorian. Um, and yeah, so yeah, you're you're trying to pull off this masterwork. And how do you do it? There's generations. Um, there's three generations. You're going to have yourself. They're gonna, you're going to have, <laughs> so like Rob the first, Rob the second, and Rob the third, basically, is what's going to yeah. happen here. <laughs> and it actually does that. In the app, when you when you type in your name of whoever you want to call your character, they actually refer to them as such. Rob yeah, the first, first Rob the, the second, second, the third, and yeah. so forth. And then in each round, or, uh, or in each generation, there's going to be three rounds. And those rounds are going to be made up of uh, early, middle, and late generation is the that's how they've thematically made it happen and what you're going to be doing is you're going to be sending your workers out to do various things for you and overall generally speaking you're going to be trying to acquire a whole bunch of different resources in order to start uh performing these experiments and and uh, acquiring them so every time you you finish an experiment you kind of turn the card over face down and then you know you've got an a experiment completed and then you move on to the other ones that are in your hand so you're going to have a hand of uh, three that you start with four you start with you start one with of three each. and then you pick one of your choice yeah then you pick an additional one of your choice so you'll always have these four experiments in your hand ready to go and then you're trying to figure them out as you go and your workers you have you have your main um, character the mad scientist yeah it was a mad scientist and and they all have different shaped uh bottom bases bases yeah to them um and the bases like i'll have my all the red bases on my characters you have all the purple ones and on my main uh character my scientist he'll, he has a, 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 hexagon. a hexagon base and that and it, that character is able to go to only certain well that character is able go to go anywhere, anywhere. But then as you go through your characters, they all have the different bases. So the square-based characters can only go to areas that are dictated by little symbols saying that the square ones can go there. I believe they can only go to the estate. Estate, yeah. And then there's the rounder caretaker. ones. Because hmm? he's the caretaker. Yes, he's the caretaker. So you can only do actions in the estate unless you yeah. get some extra thing that allows you to yes. you know, do Different things. Different things. But overall. And then there's some round-based characters that are able to go out into the town and do things for you, as well as a couple things they can do in the estate as yeah, well. Yeah, those are your servants. Yeah. And then you're there, you go out into... And you've got a spouse, too. You do. You have a spouse. Yeah, exactly. The spouse is able to go and do various things. Yeah. Um, and then you have a few other characters that are doing things for you out in the town as well. And you are going to try and balance a lot of different things in this oh, game. Oh, yeah. Uh, you're going out and you're you're going to different locations and acquiring whatever that location might say. But at the same rate, different locations cause different tracks to go up, down, and so forth. That's like the balancing, we, like the creepiness. So like if you're out and always getting weird, peculiar things or you're staying up, you know, in your in your mansion for too long, the townsfolk get suspicious and then yep. you and move you up, up the, the creepy, creepy track. track. <laughs> And the further Denoted you go by up a the Frankenstein track, face, yeah, a Frankenstein head. It's a Frankenstein. That's right. And yeah. the further you go up that track, the closer you get to the angry mob, which is a flaming pitchfork on here. Yeah. And the flaming mob also has its own um, track. You're on the same track, but you're or, moving um, towards counter, each other. Say. Yeah, a, different your counter. Your creepy counter is at one end, and the flaming pitchfork angry mob is at the other. Yeah. And if they meet in the middle at any point then you can no longer show your face in town yes. until you 
you're... somehow separate those again and, and get less yeah. creepy. Um, I will. I will make a correction. It's the head of Frankenstein's monster. Yes, yeah, not, not Doctor Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Everyone knows what we're I saying know, when you but... say Frankenstein. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're going to go through these generations, um, getting cards, putting out. What? Sorry. I was just imagining. Can you imagine if somebody actually just drew it as like Frankenstein's face and everyone's like, like just who's actual, that? Just some it's just guy. like some guy's face. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's Frankenstein. Well, like, everyone what? keeps really? saying it's Frankenstein. <laughs> Sorry. That just popped into my head. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, but yeah, you're going to, you start the generation, your first generation off, you've got your hand of cards, you've got your workers, they're going to go out and they're going to get things for you. You've got to manage the tracks as they get affected by the different places that you go to. You're going to collect a whole bunch yeah. of different resources. There's a whole bunch, there's, there's gears, there's uh, animals, there's caskets, like bodies is really what it is. Yeah. They just didn't do Well, it's because you have to do experiments on yeah. cadavers. You have to grab, kind of. you have to haul yeah. a, a casket with a body in it yeah. out of the graveyard. That's literally the location is the graveyard. Yeah. And you go there and you haul a body out and you do your experiments. Uh, there's little glass chemicals, bottles yeah. of chemicals and things that you can use and so forth. Other lots of random things. Yeah. And there's money that you can spend on things and various things. Um, and they also have an insanity track. Yes. There's also the insanity track at and the bottom of the board. that just is you sinking like, deeper and deeper into madness yeah and various <laughs> actions are going to make you go up the insanity track and, and the not further you go up the insanity track <laughs> you're going to get a whole bunch of these cards uh there's these blue ones and these purple ones and they just do bad things for you they're just like if you don't accomplish they're kind of like roadblocks and you have to yeah pass the roadblock or something bad something worse is gonna happen yeah they kind of make you have to focus on something where you're like you've just gone a little bit crazier and if you don't like dial yourself in and accomplish this thing that we're telling you to do then it's going to cost you yeah and it'll i think it's just mostly victory points that it costs you and yeah so you're going to do the three generations you're going to be uh doing the first generation where you're placing your characters out as many as you want and each um, gener each generation has three three rounds three like rounds. an early yep. middle and a late yeah so you're going to start in the first round uh of of the first generation and you're going to place all your workers out getting all the things you can do uh, completing all the experiments that you can uh, complete. And then you're basically going to do a big reset at the end of that yeah. round. And you're going to get your characters back and you're going to uh, see what you have on hand. And then you're going to find another experiment in your hand and try to do it again. Try to do that again. You're going to have to go out back into the town and you're going to have to move people around and do all these things. And once you do that three times, uh, you do. So for the first generation, you do uh, early, middle, and late round. Then. That generation is over. Yeah. In, in between each round, when you finish a round, you go back to the app. And, yes. And there's and a there's, whole bunch of There'll be things. story things and, and it kind of prompts you, okay, now do this, now do this, now do this. So yeah. that's kind of nice. like cool like decisions to make yeah. and you're like having to wager your money against each other on things that you want to do in town and like lots, lots of cool things going on yeah. in between uh, the generations. And the rounds, yeah. And the rounds, yes. But. Basically, every time you finish a round or a generation, there's app stuff to do. Yep. And it's generally pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so once you've done that three times, three full generations, hopefully at the end of that, you've you've done a whole bunch of experiment, uh, experiments and you've, you've brought in a whole bunch of uh, resources and that you can pull off your masterwork at the end of it so that you're the, the third. Rob the third is able to 
pull off what Rob the First had Not even, I was thinking about that. Not even Rob the First, because, like, you start as Rob the First getting your right, father's work. Hit, yeah. So it it's be like, my character, my first yeah. character's father's work. So it's yeah. like, yeah, you're like the you're, you're completing Bob's work. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that can get you a whole whack of victory points. And along the way, every time you finish an experiment or various things, you are getting victory points and you're collecting them along the way. But you are trying to do yes. that masterwork at the end because that gets you a huge amount of victory points compared yeah. to most of the other cards. But that being said, there's a lot of other ways to get victory points here and you don't necessarily need to, to complete right. that. Um, so it's not the be all to end all, um, but it's definitely something you should be striving for. But if you find that you, it's just the it's point not of the game going to be possible, <laughs> yeah. then you got to try and do a whole bunch of other smaller experiments yes. to, to make up for that. So yeah. And there's also another section of the board where you can add to your estate. And there are just, you just go to this, like, uh, I think it's the, the builder's office in the town and you can just add tiles to your uh, estate board. And they're just little things that are going to give you bonuses along the way. Um, some instant, some every round, some every generation, all various, all different things. They, they, cost may, you different also, they may also give you bad things at the start of a generation, they can, yes. but, but then it's the you know payoff it depends that you get it can give it, you so. something really good right now but then every generation maybe something something kind of negative <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah and so you're going to do that and you're going to do the three of them and hopefully you pull off that uh masterwork that masterwork at the end of the third generation and then you tally up there's some various end of round scoring to, and or end of game, game scoring, scoring yeah um that comes from a whole kind of variety of different ways and yeah most points uh wins yeah it's really that easy <laughs> yeah. so hopefully that gives you an idea it's very if you've played destinies it's very destinies like. like but it's worker placement resource management yes um not exploring and, right. and so forth but it has that same feel so let's revisit the theme because i feel like we've explained i think so how this what you're kind of doing in yeah here. Revisit the theme. Does the theme lend well to this game? Yes. Obviously. It's like crazy. It's <laughs> everything dripping is, in theme. Yeah, everything the is, is surrounded by what you're trying to do. Yeah, you're you trying to this complete your father's work. Is immersive. Every time. I'll, I'll, yeah. Yeah, it, you're absolutely thrown into this. Well, it's cool because when you when you start the game, you actually get to name the town yes. that you live in or that you're living and doing all your craziness in. So, um yeah, it, it just feels like you're in this... And Victorian, is that the right word? I guess it might be. Era. I, th I think The it's old school, era, yeah. well, like 1800s Hungary, like pride okay? And, pride so, and prejudice kind of time. Right? Yeah, very... Um, yeah, either way. Creepy, old. Yeah. And just, you feel like you're in it. So yeah. the theme is just like huge in this. Yeah. I think that's the, the, you know, that's the main part of this game is theme being immersed in this. Theme. Yeah. And it, be, it being app driven too, even when the app's not on, it's got the it's got quiet music, music playing. Yeah, it's got so music it's playing the whole time. It keeps you kind of in that yep. gloom, not gloomy, but like, um, low key kind of, yep. and kind each, of feeling. Each, um, scenario has its own soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of the, na uh, narration, or I should say some of the story is narrated. Yeah. Some is not. Some you have yeah. to read out, but then like the larger paragraphs, a yeah. voice will come on and kind of narrate it for you. And they do a really good job yeah. uh, with the voice acting on that. I found the, the female voice talked really fast. Very she fast. Yeah. Very I found the, yeah, the male voice was much more 
Uh, yeah, it was easier to listen to. Yeah, you're like, easier. Wait, to... What did she say? And then you just have to read it anyway. Yeah, but whatever. Um, yeah. So theme spot on. Yeah. Then we can talk about the components. Goodness gracious! Yeah, the components like, in this game. Goodness gracious is 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 absolutely right. Holy moly! The the components are amazing. Yeah. There's game trays for everything. There's dual layer everything. There's this coil bound, beautiful book that, that is just your sets board. perfectly in that board. Yep. The minis. The are... board you put together. It's four pieces that you stick together as well as like a puzzle. Mm. And yeah. then, and then the the book goes on top of them. Yeah. The board. Yeah. Is is a four piece puzzle you stick together. Yeah. And then lay the the book on top. There's a bottom piece for the insanity track that sticks in really nicely. Uh, the cards A, B, and C experiments are laid in their own little game tray. All the bits and pieces oh, are in their own tray, and you, it's a gorgeous tray. You got little glass like potion bottles. Yes, yeah, they they have potion bottles that are glass jars. Yeah, with corks in them. Yeah, like actual corks in them. They're about an inch tall. Yeah, and just gorgeous. And metal they have coins. Metal coins. They have metal printed. Gears. Uh, animals. The animals, and they're all different. Coffins. There's yeah. a whole bunch of animals in here, but there's a wolf, there's a elephant, there's, there's a, a bat, fox, bats, deer. There's like yeah, deer. all sorts of different animals. There's colored cubes, which is yeah. weird because you think that they would all do the same animal, but no, there's they're all different, which oh, yeah. makes sense in the game. But it's just yeah, it's very there's cool. The coffins that are two sided, like yeah. one side which is the bottom of the coffin, and then there's another side that's the top of the coffin. Yeah. Like really, really, really nice. Good, de- great detail. Colored cubes. The, oh yeah, it's so components are crazy. And good. actually, like these minis too, they've the got that great. like wash on them. They do have like a wash, a, a dark wash. So uh, don't you need to paint them? You don't because they've got that nice shading on them, and it's it. They also kind of fit that. You could, but you could. they also fit that like darker. Yeah. No. Theme. Like, I don't know. They just. I don't think I'd paint these. I no. think I'd leave these as is. Um, yeah, wow. The and all the tokens are wood, thick. All your uh, player pieces printed. that are that are in your knowledge tracker screen printed and they're all different, so each player has different ones yeah. and yeah. If, if you can check it on our YouTube channel, you can see Anna Ray doing unboxing of this game. Yeah. You can see all the stuff in there. <laughs> My first one I kept hitting the camera. Yes. So <laughs> But But check out goodness, yeah, they're very they, cool. This is some of the best like yeah, this is some of the best um, components component quality. Yeah, I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's it's very good. Really good. So we'll put that aside. Then we have the artwork. I think it goes hand in hand. Yeah, with the components, they went above and beyond for components and artwork in this game. It did yeah. not need to be this good. Yeah. Um, it just didn't. The board, your player boards, the book. The cards, the artwork, the box is oh, yeah. all that box gorgeous. That box art again is just like, what is this game? I want to play it. It's a very intriguing, and you're just it's, it's curious. Outstanding, it's like, oh. outstanding artwork, outstanding yeah. components. Then we can get to the rule book. I was gonna say, don't forget the rule book. Yeah. The rule book. So, uh, good. Yeah, I actually yeah. I read through the whole thing. Yeah, you yeah one. you taught this game. Yeah, for the most part, um, and yeah, it's long. It's but long, but it's pretty clear. 
Like it's yeah. I would say this is a pretty good rule book. Um, I don't think we had too many. Didn't have to search too too much. No. I mean, we always kind of had it sitting here, and especially in our first game, we had it. Oh yeah, we I did it reference quite it quite a bit, but it's. Uh, I was always able to find the stuff. Yeah, and once we'd finished our first, uh, first scenario. Yeah. And we moved on to the second scenario. We didn't really need the rule book no. anymore because it all became quite clear when we moved on to the yeah. to the next scenario. Yeah. Um, so once you play through one scenario, um, and it does recommend to do um, the cost of disease first if you do play this. So I would recommend that as well because it was a, it was slightly simpler uh, than the than uh, the other ones. So, uh, but that being said, yeah, the rule book pretty good overall. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah, so do we recommend this game? And if so, who for? Difficult question. I do recommend it. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to say that I like this better than Destinies. Okay. I liked Destinies a lot, but I I had some frustrations with Destinies. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> and it was kind of my own fault and not, I'm not really sure. It had Destinies had amazing things in it. But I think I some... think when we play the expansion of Destinies, I think yes. you're gonna have a much better time with that so. one because you've got the whole. I mean, yeah. just let's be clear. He won Destinies. I did. He he won, but I but, but yes. my goodness, were there a few times where I was like spinning my tires <laughs> like for like fought, Ta- what felt like an eternity. <laughs> some table flip moments. Yes, but however, so back this to game, this one. I feel has a very similar kind of feel to it, where you're doing a narrative app-driven game that just it, it just flow yeah. it had a, it had a nice flow to yeah. it which destinies also did it, it did. did have that nice like it the app progressed you in the story mm-hmm. and moved you around and then this one does that as well which is nice but the yeah the, this, the, story. the way the the uh the story works in here with the book and then you're flipping pages to to reveal new maps and yeah and how the the town is changing over the generations it's very it's very easy to manage and it's very pretty clear. Um, I love the worker placement um, and uh, resource management side of this co- yeah, compared to the exploring of say destinies. It's like, nice. One thing in here, if like you can go to any space that somebody's already on, you just have to pay a dollar. Yep. Exactly. So, so like, you can't block where you can, you can be strategic and see, Oh, they don't have any money. I'm going to go there. Yes. And then they, they can't come here and get that thing that they really need. Yeah. But or they have to spend some extra turns trying to get money. Yeah. Um, so there, there's that. But you can always go somewhere. You can. And you can generally need what you get what you need. I came in our last game on my masterwork. I came one resource <laughs> short of completing it. And I thought I had it, which yeah. is the annoying part. Because I was like, oh, right on. I'm going to be able to do this. So I worked through my whole last uh, round of that last generation towards it. And then just before completing it realizing oh no i i can't <laughs> had and then had i known that or mathed it out earlier i could have you know kind of gone a different direction yeah but i do i really like this game however um so i do recommend it but who, i assume you do as well i do i do enjoy this game um but i feel like we're on I, I'm going to wait and hear what you were going to say. Uh, it's not for everyone. No. It's certainly not for young people. No, that's what I was um, going to say. It's this definitely. is a mature, pretty mature theme. Uh, there's yeah. a there's a lot of like, well, murder. Well, you're <laughs> you're you. going to the cemetery to dig yeah, up Yeah, you're cadavers. hauling bodies out. And it, and it shows and tells you like, yeah. 
you took a body out and then you've attached a, a hammerhead shark to head to that body <laughs> instead of a head right and like all the, and it has like pictures and like and it's not graphic but it's like diagrams on how that they would go yeah it's, about it's stitching this head on and things like a creepy right like the yeah, artist has, the art is creepy in in that sense like for if it you, is so it's not for younger kids it's certainly not for younger kids and it is it, there is quite a bit going on there's a, and there's a lot to um pay attention to so this is definitely not for the younger kids this is for people that have played yeah you know are, are are used to uh you know these type of games yep. like doing yep. worker placement resource management when the, and the resource management is like key to everything so yes. if you don't if you screw up like i did it can cost you huge so yep. you have to be like paying attention to what you need for those experiments and timing them out that i can have that experiment this experiment and that one completed before i get before i can even think about doing that one over there yeah. And you just have to, yeah, there's lots of timing. There's a lot of things to figure out. So definitely not for the younger people uh, for Too, many reasons. Yeah, for multiple reasons. Um, yeah. But yeah, beyond that, if you love worker placement. If you like narrative-driven, like app-driven games, like this is, this is a really this good a one, in that, one in that sense. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I, I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, that was cool. I'm glad you did. I thought it was going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and I, and But it also was different than i thought it was going to be as well were you I thinking it would this... be more like destinies no i don't know exactly what i had pictured but it yeah. wasn't quite this but this worked really really well yeah um and yeah i do yeah i recommend it for pretty much anybody else that likes worker placement and likes narrative um app driven stuff the and app I, works really well yeah i um, like i like this too because you do get to make your own choices yeah. So you get to choose which which way you want to go, mm-hmm. um, and and those I'm not going to go too deep into the choices just because I don't want to spoil anything. But just like I, I like that aspect of it a lot. I did too. I I really liked it. I thought this was a lot of fun. Yeah. I had a lot more. I think. Yeah, I think I had more fun with it than I thought I was going to. Yeah. I thought it was going to be. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think I just, yeah, I just full on enjoyed it all, uh, the whole time playing it. I thought it was fun because it's a, it's, it's not a race, but it's like a photo finish at the end yeah. for yourself. Yep. And it's not that I'm racing you, I guess you are, but yeah. like, I'm like, oh, I. But you're I'm, racing to try to finish your own thing. Yeah. Like it's, you're not and trying. And you're just like, oh, I'm And you don't do have it? the same masterwork, so you're not both trying no. to finish the same thing. They're no, very clear, different. You're working on something completely different yeah. than I am. I'm right? working on my father's work. You're working on your father's yeah. work. <laughs> and this plays to four. Right? Yes. And we've only played it with the two of us. Yeah. And this is a fantastic two-player game. I'd be very curious to see what three or four players does with this. I don't know if it would take th- a lot longer. I think it would It would make it, um, you'd be probably paying for a lot more things because yeah, the, the slots yeah, oh, would, yeah, fit up, the fill slots up would fill up yeah sooner. it's interesting i hadn't really been discussed that um so i'm gonna we'll go out on a uh on saying that we recommend this at two i um, i think it would still be good at higher player counts but i think it would just your strategy would change yes, a lot we don't know i have no yeah how that's gonna go but certainly a great two-player game back and forth i do yeah. a thing you do a thing i do a thing you do a thing and it just clicks along really nicely. Um, so, yeah, that's my father's work. Yeah. Um, it was great. Really had a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, recommend it. Yeah. Just not for the kids. No, definitely so, not. I think 
Well, we're at the 55 minute mark. I think we're going to call that an episode because we've yeah. been usually going quite a bit over here. So I think, yeah, we're going to head on out here. So you can find us on Twitter at Meeple Dungeon, YouTube, the Meeple Dungeon. Our email is the Meeple Dungeon at gmail.com. And yeah, you will find us next week uh, doing, I don't know what, but we're going to try to be a week from now with <laughs> another, another episode, episode 47. Okay. So we're going to head out and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye.